happy Friday. It's Alundis. This is the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest for you. We got my man Marcus Ogden. Um, a little bit about him. He used to play in the NFL, so he talks a little bit about the teams he played for um, and really transitioning from there. So as a kid, I watched him. I watched his brother. Um, I really loved him. And now he's being a speaker. He has an amazing podcast where he's talking about when he transitioned out of the NFL. And he's also talking about, you know, things he needed to be able to handle in life because when we don't do it and when we lose everything we have or we have a business that fails it definitely gets us to click on what's important and that Marcus has an amazing story he jumps into you know really battling through life and how he was able to set himself up around great people and really take advantage of life so love this episode you're gonna want to stick around my man Marcus is knocking this out the park Got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, the winner's paradigm. Yo, thank you for tuning in. So first thing, go to thewinnersparadigm.com and subscribe. That's the way you're going to be able to keep up with the winner's paradigm. You're going to hear about Alpha Influence Media if you're trying to strategically build momentum to increase your influence so you can maximize that impact. Alpha Influence Media is for you. We run strategic ad campaigns. We get you on the right shows that resonate with your message. We get you guests that resonate with you. And pretty soon here, we're going to be doing real so you can kill it with your social media marketing game. Now... After that, you're going to leave that five-star rating and review, be able to get people coming back to this podcast to see how kick-ass it is, let a friend know so we can be able to keep this thing going. And thank you to our sponsor, MyFitLife. If you go to MyFitLife.net, type in TWP20, you get 20% off all products, MyFitLife. So you're going to want to check that out if you have some CBD needs that are going to be able to help you. As always, you know, the Move It Sports Gel is killer for me because it allows me to push through those workouts even when I am having those really bad joint pain as I often get every single day. So it's one of the things that allows me to zone in um, as well as being the best that I can be and being able to heal my body. So you're gonna wanna check out MyFitLife, TWPP 20 for 20% off. Marcus, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm, brother. It's an extreme honor because I've been following you for some time. I remember watching you and your brother when I was younger. So for those of the people who don't know who you are, brother, would you mind giving us a brief introduction and then what's your passion about today, brother? Yeah, man, my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, D.C. I went to Howard University. I was drafted to the National Football League in 2003 by the Jacksonville Jaguars. My head coach was Jack Del Rio. It was his rookie year as a head coach. I played for the Jaguars, Ravens, Bills, Titans, and I'm now currently a national international keynote speaker, executive coach, consultant, podcast host, brand ambassador. I own part of the businesses that align with our brand and our podcast, the Jump Into the Market Show, was launched June 22nd of this year. And we reached the top one and a half percent most listened to in the world within two and a half months. And we've now been out for a little over three months. We've interviewed people like 
Lee Steinberg, former, not former, uh, current NFL agent. He is the, the movie Jerry Maguire is off his life. Willie Parker Jr., two-time Super Bowl champion. He still has the longest run from scrimmage in NFL Super Bowl history, 75 yards. Gus Farad, Jeff Garcia, Marlon Kerner. Then it's for like uh, Tim Engel, the CEO of Weaver Popcorn, Misty uh, Buck, health coach, uh, all types of people. There's only one common theme with our guests, authentic people with authentic stories. Absolutely, brother. And that, and that sums it up of how great your podcast is, is you guys are talking on that level. And it's, for me, it's awesome you know, hearing it because these are all the players that I watched growing up. So I was like, man, you know, uh, I got to be able to get Marcus on the show. But two, his network's amazing. So from your case, brother, you've talked about it a little bit on your podcast, or actually you talk about it a lot, excuse me, about relationships and how you really work on that with people because you have the plethora, you know, of NFL players that you're with, as well as the agents. You had Tom McCarthy on there. I love that episode as well. So it was something where you were talking about, hey, you know, have all these people, but it's more about, you know, getting to know them and then caring about them as you foster those relationships regardless of who they are oh yeah absolutely man because it's called create and or build your network of empowerment right so if you're trying to get to a certain level and you don't have a network that you can lean on life gets hard like i'm going through a really hard time right now and you know without my network it'd be really really tough really tough and, you know, and it's like, I tell all the time, if people you do business with don't become your friends, then you're doing it incorrectly. And I feel a lot of people need to understand that if you're trying to really get to the next level, you need to develop friendships with people and then do business with them and then deepen that friendship as you're doing business. And when you do that, then people will always jump through a brick wall for you. Man, that, that is so damn true, because I can definitely say that in my case, too, you know, is uh, I transitioned from the military and it was an alignment issue where, you know, I found myself working on myself, putting the hours in, going to school on the side, you know, taking care of my family. And it was something where uh, I just didn't click with a lot of people. And it was, you know, when I got back to, you know, hey, who's doing what I want to do? You know, what are kind of uh, other people aligned to? What are they trying to accomplish? It all went down to the same thing, you know, is, hey if we align on that core value level and we're like, Hey, this is what I stand for. This is why I do well in business. And then we start working together. It's like, we became good friends because we already know what our wants are, what we don't want to do. And we're attracting the same thing. So I love that you said that there, brother, for you. Um, I know you jumped into business and now you have the successful business and podcast, but what was it like when you transferred, you know, out of the NFL and you're figuring out, Hey, what is the next step I'm going to do with my life? Cause I know in my case in the military, a little bit frightening, but I told myself uh, for about a year and a half that, Hey, I'm all right. You know, I'm just going to keep pushing. It'll work out. But it was like not really figuring out, Hey, what is my next calling? You know, what's going to allow me to be the best I can be. So for me, man, when I got out of the NFL, I struggled immensely with transition for about six months. Addicted to alcohol, nightlife, painkillers, gambling. And it took me, again, getting up off the couch one day and said, Marcus, look, if you keep going the way you're going, you're going to end up crushing and killing your father's legacy because you're going to be gone. He's already gone. So that's when I said, okay, what can I do? And I started a construction company, grew into the largest African-American-owned subcontracting business in the city of Baltimore, 
in the state of Maryland for two years. And I ended up getting into a position where we had a lot of success, made a lot of money, had a great network, but I wasn't passionate about it. One of my clients or one of our clients is Wholesome Building Envelope. They live by the five Ps, partners, passionate, pioneers, performance-driven, positive. I was not passionate about the construction business. And all the other Ps started to crumble as I lost the love or really the desire to be a great leader. I became a horrible boss and an egomaniac. Once that happened, the culture became negative. It became toxic. And I became the individual that set the tone for toxicity and blaming others. And my best employees left. That was along with a really bad job where I spent about $3 million of my money unexpectedly in 90 days. I ended up losing everything I owned in 2013. I had to file a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Home was foreclosed on. Both cars repossessed in the same day. I literally lost everything that I owned. And I had to start completely over from the ground up. And that's when I realized, you know, when I got to Raleigh, when I had no money, I had my home taken from me, both cars repossessed in the same day, that if I don't make a change, I didn't know what that was at that time yet either. I don't make a change in my life, then I'm going to be right here for the rest of my life. Man, I, I, I can definitely understand what you were going through and, and could jam on that level because it was something for me as well where I drank like crazy you know one point in time drinking a gallon of whiskey and it was just you know pounding through it my thing was in my head was like I hit the gym hard I worked my ass off but you're not gonna outwork a bad uh, diet and you're not gonna outwork drinking like that especially if you mix in the two liters so I'm drinking a two liter here and there with mixing it with the alcohol so it was something for me where it's like once I got out of that you know I start figuring out hey you know what am I going to do what am I dialing mindset wise what are the daily habits that are going to make me successful that's where it started to change so for you brother what are the important things um, that you're either doing every day or that you make as a non-negotiable where you're like hey you know I'm going to have this time for prayer and meditation so I can be able to get in this good headspace um, regardless, you know, you've went through all these, uh, rigorous things while training throughout your whole life. So maybe it's stretching a little bit, you know, what does it look like for you now where you're like, Hey, I take all these actionable steps every single day. So I can be able to thrive and do well. So I'm big on meditation. I'm big on listening to podcasts. Of course, ours and our guest stories and others, Tim mm -hmm. Ferriss, uh, Ed Miley, some other great guys. And what I do is I go to the gym every single day. Every single day I go to the gym, like today it was chest, triceps, core, push-ups, and I ran a three-mile run, right? That's non-negotiable. So again, it's really important for me to get where I want to go in that regard by focusing on the gym and my personal time, and then from there, going to the next level and stepping up and excelling. Man, I, I love that, you know, and that's one of those things for me as well. Um, I get irritated when I don't go to the gym. So even right now, like we're with family and I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know, I went, bought a sweater because I realized it's too damn cold out here. So I bought a sweater and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do abs outside and I'm going to do these core workouts. I'm going to do some push-ups. So regardless, I'm getting something in, you know, I'm elevating that heart rate level. But in my head, I'm like, all right, I can't go to the gym because we have a lot going on. I still need to put time to the business while being with family and being present. So it was something for me where 
um, I made it happen versus, you know, doing what I used to. And it's like, oh, it's okay. Now I can eat bad. Now I can do all these things that aren't going to let me live up to what I've been doing and kind of fall back a little bit. So love the way that you mentioned that brother. And I'd say next thing here, um, in your case, when it comes into business now and you're focusing on, you know, time management and being able to be present in all areas of life, what is one way for you that you're able to shut it off? Cause I know sometimes we're going a million miles a minute and we want to accomplish all these things. And we're like, you know what? I need to be able to put this time here so I can have the time for myself and not alone for the business. And I can also show up for family as well. So I'm big on, you know, I work a lot. So I'll work sometimes for like today. I had my first podcast interview at, at eight o'clock, I'm sorry, 7.30 a.m. Eastern. And then I had coaching calls and I had to get a quick shape up. And then I had to be here, you know, at another call that I'm here with you doing this podcast. I have another meeting at 11 back home to shoot my podcast. I'm shooting 10 podcasts today, 10 from 1230. I finished at 530. Right. And I tell people once I'm done at 530, I've got a coaching call Then I'm picking up my daughter from my wife who's got an appointment and then I'll be with her for the rest of the night. We'll go grab dinner. I'll spend time with her. And you know, that's that. And so what I tell people is, man, you have to balance and find time to make sure that your family is not being neglected. And whenever you have, you know, your kids or whatever the case, wife, or, you know, even if you're about to go through a divorce and you have kids you need to be responsible for and all that, you still got to set your schedule to make sure that you're present and you're doing what's necessary to help get where you want to go uh, in that regard. 100% love that, brother. And I can definitely uh, empathize on that level because that was something for me when I was going to school, you know, getting out the military, you know, I'm waking up early to hit the gym and it's working and then it's studying for my mortgage exam. Uh, and I failed my exam three times because I was doing all these things. And it was like, man, what am I doing? Well, I wasn't spending time with my wife because I was focusing on school. And I was like, hey, I need to get this done so we can be here. But in my case, you know, it was taking the time uh, definitely when the baby came along and I was like, you know what, I need to be more present as well. So it's something that I make a part of it to even where we're on a little vacation with family. I'm like, Hey, I got to be able to wake up early, get done when I need with business. That way I'm not checking my phone all day or doing anything like that. And as in the podcast situation, brother, Hey, tremendous props to you. Cause I know how it is recording 10. Uh, I did 36 podcasts in six days. And then I also did another 10 recording of my podcast. And it was one of those eventually where I was like, man, you know, uh, it's good getting that repetition in. You get those reps and you're like, man, I feel good. But you're a little bit burned out at the end. So it was, you know, taking a couple of days where I was like, hey, I'm going to consume some more knowledge. And that's where I started listening to you a little more. And I was like, I need to be able to make sure that what I'm bringing in is still great because at that time, you know, my energy levels are low. So that's where, you know, you got to put that work in. So for you, brother, um, what's another way that you're able to space it out? Or what are some things you like doing to where when you do feel that burnout and you're like, man, I've been doing all these things. I need to just unplug, drain a little bit so I can be able to start being at optimum level again. So, I mean, for me, I like going to the movies. I'll travel some. Uh, I'll be in the gym's a big one. Uh, I do play poker. You know, it's not as much as I used to right now. I got a lot of things going on personally. But once those things settle down, I'll kind of get back into that routine a little bit. Um, and really that's really about it, man. I mean, I'll go to shows or events or whatever the case may be. And I'm really big, you know, on those things. But at the end of the day, man, I tell everybody, you have to find what works best for you. That Absolutely. way you're not always business. And, you know, and that way you're trying to, you're trying to live a life of some sort of balance. Now, again, that means you're going to always have balance, but because you have to sometimes work overtime to get where you want to go. But, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, things that matter, if you have kids or family, you know, you don't let those things slip because 
those are things that are really, very, really important in that regard. Absolutely, brother. And we'll wrap it up with the last two questions here. Uh, first one, you're also a keynote speaker, brother. So what's it like for you, you know, when you get on stage, you tell your story, you're able to talk a little bit of your experience, what you went through? It's amazing because why I speak is to help others succeed where I fail. And what I realize is, is that who I am as an individual is somebody that people can relate to and can really connect with because I'm authentic and I'm vulnerable. Authenticity is sharing your story with people when they ask you. Vulnerability is sharing your story with people when they don't ask you. And so I'm both. I'm authentic and I'm vulnerable. And as a result of that, I've learned how to tie in my story and certain action steps to my client's needs. And as a result of that, we've been blessed to speak for now 45 Fortune 500 brands as a speaker in the last six and a half years. We are a three-time best-selling, I'm sorry, four-time best-selling author. We are a podcast host, a coach, a consultant. And I coach people that want to grow their podcast. I coach people that, that want to grow their business. I coach people that want to be coaches. I coach people that want to be speakers. And we've worked hard and we've worked really hard in that regard, which has been huge for us. But again, at the same time, it's all about the allocation of, you know, putting time where it needs to go. And this way you are helping others get past fears or anxiety or stress in their own life. Man, 100% agree with you. And that was something for me I recently did. Uh, I did my first speaking gig and it was my partner, Zach Babcock. He had a Alpha Underdog Empowerment and he had an event and they were talking about, hey, who's stopping themselves? So I went up there as well, you know, shared my story. And what I used to tell myself is I'm an extrovertedly introvert, so I can be in a room full of people and be good. But if I don't click on that level, then I'm not really going to care. I'm going to just keep going. It's not something that resonates with me. But if we jam on that level, we're having conversations like me and you, I can talk all day. So it was something for me where shared my story and then I had people walking up to me. Hey, man, I want to do business with you. I really like you for who you are, you know, what you overcame and, and so forth. So it was awesome where I was like, man, all I had to do is open up and be vulnerable. And now people care about it versus, you know, growing up where I thought people didn't hear me. They didn't care. And it was actually the opposite when you're around the right people. So love that you mentioned that, brother. Thank you again. Last question here that I ask everybody. What would you say to the person like us, brother, who's at square one, they're trying to recalibrate their mindset so they can align themselves to their definition of success, get that foot rolling, you know, get that momentum so they can be able to be like, hey, you know, I need to be here. This is what I need to do to get there. So I would tell people in order to do that, you need to figure out what is your purpose, connect it to your why. And once you connect your purpose to your why, and you understand that mindset is more important than execution, nothing can stop you. Because once you realize that, everything else will take care of itself. Boom, brother, that is huge. And where could everybody find you if they want to keep up with you, brother, they want to follow what you're doing, man? Yeah, they can go to our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. Or you can check out our podcast, The Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden Show, M-A-R-Q-E-S-O-G-D-E-N. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Stitcher, Amazon. Uh, we're also on uh, YouTube. And again, like I said, we've been very fortunate. We've published so far about 40 episodes, and we've probably shot over 100. And so we're very fortunate that people want to be on our show. They want to engage us. And 
We have a lot of great people that do. So if you want to check out our episodes, find out content, find out about sponsorship, hit us up there or check out our website. Again, www.marcusogden.com or email me at marcus at marcusogden.com. Absolutely, Marcus. And thank you again. We'll definitely have you here on in the future. So thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, mm-hmm. the winner's paradise.